You may have seen him on his skateboard. You may have seen him on TV. You may have even seen him climbing the shelves in his local supermarket or sitting on an aeroplane with all that extra legroom. He's best known for his work on stage, inspiring and motivating to the world and all it has to offer. Well, now you can hear him, JC, on his very own show, John Kudis. Instead of JC being interviewed, he's doing the interviewing. And the people lined up to have a chat with John Kudis are some of Australia's and the planet's most well-known celebrities, politicians and everyday people. Enjoy. Cat seems to get in there with one of the guys that I've known since the late 90s, who's been a good mate of mine since, I'd say, the early early 2000s. He's a rugby league superstar. You've played in four clubs. You've played more than 300 NRL games. You've played for your state, bloody Queenslander. Queenslander. Yeah. And you've also played a, a handful of test matches as well. You've played for uh, the All-Stars, what's that, four or five times? Yeah, four or five four times. Four or five yeah, times yeah. as well. Yeah. Mate, over 15 years, amassing more than a 1,000 points, sitting down with me today is the People's Prince of Rugby League, <laughs> my very good friend, Scotty Prince. How you going, champion? Yeah, good, thanks, JC. Mate, that is a fair rap. I know that you've done some research. Well, I've done a little bit, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, done a little bit. And, you know, and the only reason he likes having me around everybody is because I'm the only guy that he's shorter than. Uh, sorry, <laughs> shorter than, than him. Yeah, so, <laughs> good. Geez. Now, look, I've got to ask you, now, I know you're a country guy, yeah. and I know you're from the Eisen, right? Tell me about growing up out there. Um, well, growing up for me was uh, was pretty simple, you know. I was one of the kids where I thought that there was no life outside of Mount Isa. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a hard-working father who worked in the mines, and my mum, yeah, she was a stay-at-home mum, did all the things, um, you know, cook, clean, you know, ironed and folded our, our clothes and... You know, as a as a kid, you know, I thought that's that was that, that was, was life. life. That was yeah. life for me. And uh, in regards to, to, I guess, the footy, um, you know, it wasn't until my older brother played when he started at the age of six, and and I was I'm three years younger, so I was too young to to join. But yep. I had to bide my time, and I couldn't wait to to get out there and 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 have a run around with with the football in the hand. But um, you know. With our community, it's very sport orientated, yeah. um, and with with rugby league, my goal was to represent my town. And that was uh, Mount Isa. Mount Isa. Now I don't yeah. know if many people know this, but Mount Isa was put on the map because it's a mining town. That's right. Yeah, and and it was essentially built for the mines out there. Yeah. So, how old were you when you played your first game out at Isa? Um, I was actually five, so I was playing at. At the age of five in the under six competition Jeez. for a club that's it was called Townies Lions Leagues Club. So right, it, it's it would sort of yeah. I played for them for about ten years, and and the, my goal at that time that if you played for the club for ten years, you got given a blazer. Wow! But um, that's a big step. It's like it's like your long service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I wasn't able to reach that milestone. Right, because um, I got the the chance to go. Oh well, Townsville. yeah, you better yeah. yourself, mate. Up north, further yeah. north. Yeah, but in, in regards to the town, like growing up and you know playing sport on a Saturday, you know, as a kid running around, you know. Because back in the day, you didn't have to wear footy shoes, but now, you know... Well, you could play barefoot or in sneakers. Yeah, no, barefoot. Really? That that was it. What about the bloody bindies? It was freezing. You're worried about being freezing. (laughs) I'm worried about freaking bindies and crap, mate. Yeah, stepping on rocks and and so on. But the thing that that I uh, I guess you miss the most, and I I suppose in a way, is is the smell of sulphur that was in the air from the mine. So that's what we grew up with. 
people, people that visit the place, they go, well, what's that taste in my mouth? It's like, mate, that's the mine. That's the sulfur coming. That's the coming. good taste, man. Oh, <laughs> the taste of Mount Isa. I've been out there a few times and done a couple of gigs out there myself. Mm. And it's it's a thriving little little town that's... That it's been a lot bigger than what it is now. You know, when the when the mines were really running and pumping yeah. hard, it was quite a big thriving town. When you were growing up there, there was a was it a pumping joint? Yeah, for for me, it was it was you know pretty pretty busy. You know, you know, as a kid, everything seemed big at the time. Yep. Um, but yeah, everything, everyone, you know, everyone was working in the mines. Uh, all local businesses were going well. Um, but now, you know, I only went back probably two or three weeks ago for my mate's, uh, best mate's wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah, the town is certainly not what it used to be. You know, there's a few vacant places. Blocks, blocks yeah, a little bit run down. A little bit run down. Even, even uh, you know, as far as the lawns, you know, it's that dry and dusty. And, yeah. And uh, back in the day, it used to be nice and green. You no could, barefoot footy out there no now, barefoot, mate. No, exactly. So... You know, you could play in your front lawn without without falling on a yeah, on a rock or something. Hurt yourself, yeah. yeah. So, how old were you then when you transformed from Isa mm-hmm. to Townsville? Um, well, at the stage at the time, it was ninety five. Um, so I was playing a bit of rugby league and a bit of touch football. I was more because you're a touch football superstar too. By the way, if you didn't know that about uh, Prince, he's he's an absolute legend in in many different codes, but especially touch football, he can. I taught him how to run, everybody, too, by the way, so he can run like a lightning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I played a lot of touch. And for me, touch footy was, was probably, you know, my my love back then because if touch football was a professional sport, I don't think I would have played what? league. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, only because we'd only get, like, eight or nine players turn up on a weekend to play league. And yep. The, the the actual comp at that stage was really Not poor. real strong. Yeah, yeah right. So, um, and it wasn't until uh, it was in grade ten, ninety five. I got an opportunity um, through school. There was a there was a teacher that come up and he said, "Mate, I want to select you to go over to the, to to this camp over in Townsville." And Wayne Bennett and Johnny Plath, the super sub, were, were part of this camp. And yep. I got the chance to go over. Um, it was a three day camp. By the end of it, Wayne come in in the dormitories that we were staying in. There was about ten or twelve kids involved from from all over Queensland. And then he basically said, look, you know, I like what I, I saw in you and would you be keen on, on leaving home and going to boarding school? Um, and I said, mate, I'd love the opportunity. And uh, so he said, well, all right, we'll, we'll probably pitch something to you. Um, go to St. Brennan's in Yapoon, yep. which, which had all their scholarship kids yep. going to. Um, so in that time, uh, probably a week later, the, the Cowboys sent me an invitation to go and trial for them because the Super League comp was coming yep, in. They had coming in, yeah. 17 and the 19s. And so on. So I went over to, to trial with the Cowboys, and um, again, I must have done something right and uh, got their attention. So they offered me a scholarship as well. So this is like two year, uh, two weeks, sorry, prior to school starting in '96. So you've you've been offered a scholarship with the Cowboys and the Broncos. Broncos yeah, in in a matter of. And how old were you? I was fifteen, turning Jeez. sixteen. Yeah. So in that period, I had to go home and then had to make a decision on, on my schooling and which avenue to take. Yep. Um, at the time, you know, I had family in, in Townsville and, um, yeah, mum and dad obviously, you know, chose the Cowboys option because it was closer to home. Closer to home, I yep. had family where, you know, I could stay with and, and get billeted with. Yep. Um, so that's that's how the move, I guess, happened. Um, and that's when I left Mount Isa at the start of 96 when I was 16 to, to join the Cowboys. So, and, and who was your coach up there? Was it Sheenzy? Um, yeah, Sheensy was the head coach of yep. the Cowboys at that point in time, uh, but I was sort of coached by by uh, Ke- Kevin Marty, his name is, and also um, Adrian Thompson, Happy Thompson. Right, Happy Thompson. Yeah. 
So when well, you, he wasn't that happy, trust me. <laughs> some of the games that I played, um, bloody Grumpy Thompson, Grumpy Thompson, Grumpy Thompson. So is that for you when when you had a little bit more direction, let's say, and mm. and the competition was there in front of you? Yeah, is that when it really became a passion for you? Yeah, it was because like as a kid growing up in Mount Isaac, I wanted to play league and I wanted the aspiration, you know, had the aspirations and, and dream of playing. First and foremost was for Queensland State of yep. Origin, you know, representing my town in the Foley Shield. Boom. No, no, and uh, and just to put that maroon and white jersey on was, um, was unbelievable. That's what was the driving force behind it. <laughs> um, but and until the until I left and took up this scholarship, yep. you know, I was sort of, I guess, uh, a little step closer to, to reaching my dream, and, and that's when I sort of had to take it reasonably serious because I was only young, 16, yep. and I was still playing touch footy and... A lot of what, what what was driven by my father and mum was education. So yeah, it was yeah. important to finish my finish team, school first, school yep. first yep. and whatever happened after that would happen. Right. Very good, mate. Mm. You know, so under Sheensy, yep. you know, look, we both know Tim. We know him quite personally. Yeah. He, he would have to be one of the most underrated coaches. I think he's a very successful coach oh. in rugby league and now he, he's uh, doing a little bit of time over in London. And he's going pretty good over there. But, you know, the direction that he's given you from a young age, I think, was pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. I think um, in terms of the coach to have at a young age and teach you about the game and break the game down so simple. um, And to have a really good relationship with him where he would talk and talk game plans and, you know, skill-based games, whether it's at training or on the field. And to have that connection where he could say something and that I would be on the same wavelength with you. Yep, him. you'd understand it you all. You'd understand it all. Like no confusion. No confusion whatsoever. So to to, to, to be under under his coaching guidance, I suppose, at yep. a young age, sort of basically set me up in terms of my career. So, you know, you know, he he was the one that gave me the opportunity to play first grade and believed in me and my skill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had some rocky roads, yeah, as you as you do in, in your career, but. Certainly, he he got the best out of me as a footballer and as a person. So, in that side, in that Cowboys side up there, mm-hmm. was who else was in that side? Was Luke O'Donnell in that side? Ah, uh, no, Luke O'Donnell. He was down in down in the Tigers at the time. He, right. He was running right down there, taking blokes' heads off. And <laughs> uh, but back in those days, I mean, I, I was only I was still I think might have been just out of high school when I played grade in '98. Um, they signed Noel Goldthorpe, which was yes. One of the little most, halfback yeah, from most, St George, yeah, most experienced halfback getting around at, the, at that point in time. Uh, Paul Green moved from Cronulla up to yep, the Cowboys. Up to the Cowboys, now um, coaching the Cowboys. Now coaching the Cowboys, very successful coach. Yeah, got on their maiden premiership uh, in two thousand and fifteen. He was happy about that, wasn't he? Oh, he was. Hey, there's another one that's just a little bit taller than you, mate. <laughs> no, I got him covered. Oh, you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And who else was there? Timmy Brasher? Oh, yeah, Brasher, good fullback. Mate, unbelievable. Yeah, mate. He, he One of the guns. Great, he was a great New South Wales fullback and also for, for the Tigers as well. He yeah. Was, he was a good player, Timmy. Yeah. And, and still super fit, like yourself. Oh, no, I caught up yeah. with him. Um, yeah, it would have been about two weeks ago. Yeah, did you? Now, yeah. yeah. He, he still, still hasn't grown any hair. He's gone from those long locks to a big bald head. Yeah, went from a mullet to nothing. <laughs> right. Go on. Go on. Uh, yeah, so who else was there? I actually, actually played... Uh, alongside Steve Walters, Boxhead Walters. Okay, Boxhead, wow. He was probably one of the genuine hookers back in the day. Was that before Canberra? or uh, That would have no, been after, after Canberra. Canberra. Yeah, yeah. right, so after it Canberra. Was post-Canberra, 
Um, and then I think he finished his career at Newcastle. So the Sheens he coached in Canberra? Yeah. So then he would have taken Boxer up too? Yeah, yeah. He, t- he took a couple. He took uh, Steve Walters, uh, Brett Hetherington. Yep. Um, Johnny Lomax. Yep. Uh, I think Graham Apo. No, Noah Nandruku was there. Noah Nandruku, jeez. Yeah, one of the Fijian flyers. Jeez. We Brett, Brett Hetherington. Hetherington's become a good mate of mine, actually. He's, he's a good man. He owns a pub down in Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, he's just had his back operator on. He's a little bit of back surgery, but he's, okay. he's come good now. He's a good yeah. guy, mate, Hetherington. He's one of the, he's one of the good guys, yeah. So, so yeah, sort of had a, had a good group of guys that I could learn off. I even played alongside uh, Ian Roberts, was there. Where? Up in Townsville? Up in Townsville, Really? Yeah. So he got out of Manly and went north. Yeah, Manly. Yeah, went went up to the Cowboys. Um, geez, he's a monster. He big is. Man. He's always been a big guy and but always fit. been, and still super fit too. Okay. Still super fit. Yeah. Now you left the Cowboys and you went south, mm-hmm. obviously because you couldn't go north from Townsville. Not no, anywhere up there. <laughs> There's no NRL team. No there. NRL team any it. further north. So you ended up down. You went. Was that the, no? Where did you go to from there? To no, Brisbane. To Brisbane, yeah. You went to Brisbane for a few years few under years. Wayne. Under Wayne, the yeah. super coach. The super coach. And, and then after Brisbane, you went into the West Tigers. Yeah, that's it. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's it. So now, in, in two thousand and five, mm-hmm. with I think Sheensy was coaching you again. That's right, yeah. So he got you down there. Yeah. And in two thousand and five, I'm showing you the picture now of a very oh, young Princey holding up the Telstra Premiership. Oh, mate. How does that make you feel when you see that? I, I still, to be honest with you, I still can't believe it. But um, Look how young you are. There's no oh, bum fluff or nothing, mate. I, yeah, I'll never forget. The, the game before against St. George was the prelim. And yep. Like to, to the, I guess, since I, to the date when I retired, it was the toughest club game of footy I've ever played. Yep. Um, which basically set us up in terms of preparation for this grand final victory against the Cowboys. But yep. You know, and, and certainly, you know, that's, that was still a tough game. But the the for me, I just see a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, dedication, a lot of sleepless nights, a, a lot of rehab in terms of the, oh, the broken legs. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, I don't see myself holding this trophy. I see a lot of people along the way helping me to get to this position. And Was it all worth it? Mate, 100%. That's, that's what, when you are training by yourself yep. and you have the visions of you know, holding, the, holding the trophy up and that's, that's what it's all, f- all for. I mean, not only the trophy, you've got the Clive Churchill yeah. medal around your neck as well. You're also the Dallium Captain of the Year that year. Yeah. You know, so 2005 was a very big year for Scott Prince. Yeah, it was massive. And, um, you know, only the year before in 04, when I first went to the Tigers... Um, you know, that was the first full season I played, you know, with no injuries whatsoever. Right on. So, the, so my time at the Tigers, I never missed the game. So right. I think I played 72, 73 games straight. Wow. For the club, including, you know, the three origins yep. and a couple of tests in that. But, you know, at that time, I, you know, it gave me the confidence that I could achieve anything. Yeah, and the you did, field. mate. You've done so bloody well. Yeah, I mean, lasting, lasting, you know, for 300 games mm. from that era when the game was, I think, a little bit tougher back then. You got away with a lot more. Yeah, for you know, sure. And there were a lot more, uh, you know, dangerous injuries that that occurred on the field. Yeah. You know, you did very, very well. Now, we, we know that, as you've alluded already, that you were, you know, you played a little bit of touch football as well. And, look, you're still super fit here sitting on my couch. 
<laughs> you get doing a, a bumper training session with uh, F45 over here, a bundle. Yeah. And I hear you're going really good at that. And still running around on the field playing a bit of touch now. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other sports that you wanted to have a go at? Yeah, there was one in particular, and that's, I mean, talk about height. You know, yeah. You give me a bit of drama about that, is it, basketball. I'm a massive basketball fan. Well, I used to play basketball. For no, I'm very serious. I, I'm right. not joking, but I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop because I don't fit through the hoop anymore. Right? <laughs> but, oh, uh, mate, but, yeah, well, I, I did have a go at a little, uh, wheelchair basketball a few times. Yeah. But still, I, I sat pretty short in the wheelchair. I was bloody hopeless, Maybe actually. So could get the dribble happening. Oh, I got the dribble out of the mouth. Oh, yeah, it had exactly. nothing to do with the ball. So. <laughs> but uh, so you enjoyed the basketball yeah, as well? Yeah, loved the basketball. So I sort of tried my hand at that um, at high school and yep. used to get fouled off a lot because I was pretty, um, you know, used to the contact. And, yep. Yeah, I probably took it a little bit overboard, but I wasn't, you know, I guess... Um, you're a bit like Paddy Mills, mate. You're in there, in their face. Yeah, in their face. Yep. Getting, I'm not as good as Paddy Mills because he's just a superstar. <laughs> he is a legend. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually watched his game yesterday because they're, yep. the, they're in the playoffs. Did they win yesterday? No, they got beaten. Oh, so are they out? No, no. So it was game one. So oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, game one of the of the uh, the series against the, the Warriors. Yep. So the Cavs on the other side. Cavs are waiting to play the Celtics or or, or the Wizards. Or the Wizards. Yeah, yeah right. So um, yeah, massive basketball fan, but. You know, we all know that you need you need height in that game. You most certainly do. Yes. And one thing I have noticed from doing all my podcasts and 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 knowing a lot of you know superstar athletes is that the natural ability that occurs in them, including yourself, is that when you try at anything, what sport was, you can generally do it very very well. I mean, look at Izzy Falau. Yeah. You know, three codes. Yeah. And done extremely well at all three of them. Yeah. You know, we've got Carmichael Hunt, who went from league to, to union. You know, I don't think he's been as successful in union as what, what he really desired to be. Yeah. But he's he's still done pretty good. And, yeah. And even when we go way, way back, we've got Ray Price, who was a dual international. Michael O'Connor was a dual international. Yeah. You know, so they're all there. And these guys that have that natural ability seem to flourish pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at, in terms of comparison of the game between rugby league and rugby union. Yeah. I mean... You know, the similar ball, uh, similar, I guess, rules in regards to, you know, the, the positioning. Yeah. Uh, but it's still hard to adapt. Yep. But to t- I take my hat off to the guys that, tr- you know, transferred to the AFL. Yeah. Oh, the, the yeah. That's a completely running, different game. Especially you talk of Izzy. Yeah. I mean, Izzy wasn't the best trainer getting around. He'd be the first to, to, to admit it. That yep. He hated training. Yep. Um, but to see him change in terms of his body shape. Yep. Going from the big chunky Polynesian legs to just, just slimmed up, slimmed and, up, and and I think that really set him up, and to be a very successful rugby union player because yep. he's come back, he's fitter, you know, he, he knows like the training's adapted because the AFL they, they run yep. for days, so to see and the field's a lot bigger as well. Oh, exactly, you know, it's so. a lot bigger than I mean, what are we? We're a hundred by about sixty eight, sixty nine, you know, yeah. so where the AFL fields are just ginormous. Oh. Now they're like a suburb. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're bloody ginormous. Yeah, you have to get an Uber to get a, get around yeah, yeah, the place. Mate. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just get a maxi taxi. Mate, take me over that side of the exactly. over. Yeah. Now, um, before kickoff of a game, right? Mm-hmm. Before kickoff, did you have any routine? Are you superstitious about anything? Like, did you put your left boot on first? Or? Oh, no, not really. Like, there, there is sort of a, um, you know, like, I guess. A bit of a plan that I follow, uh, you know, of a morning of the game, 
it'll be having a, a swim down the beach or, or in the pool or, yep. or go for a walk, do something, got to get out of the house. Yep. Um, and try not to think about the game. I think that's the, the biggest thing you can fall into is, is actually play the game mentally before the game has actually been played. Yep. Um, so, yeah, do that. Come home, you know, have a stretch. Uh, have some lunch with the family. Yep. Normally kick back, either watch TV for a couple of hours or throw a movie on. Yep. And yep. Um, game so day. just chill. Just chill. chill. And then game day, have to have a sleep. Yeah. Nana nap. I'm, I'm, I'm the king of nana naps. <laughs> um, and then when I get to the field, there's nothing really I, I do, you know, in terms of getting dressed, um, you know, with the broken legs that I had. So... I've got a strap. Here we go, rub it in. Broken oh. legs, you lucky <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I've got a strap like, you know, shin, soccer shin pads to my legs. Oh, to, yeah, you know, okay. To stop the impact. A bit of protection and stuff protection, like that. Yeah. Gotta, you know, with the arms. So I'm, I'm strapped up like a mummy. The most, you know, the guy that's probably most strapped to me is, is probably Petro because he's... Oh, yeah, Yeah, geez. he was getting strapped to the nines. Oh, he, like, mate, he played, he was like 57. Yeah. You know, he'd well, want to get bloody strapped up. He's strapping, strapping oh, stuff to him. Goodness, but, mate. What a, what a legend. Yeah, oh, he's... he's, he's mate, one of the nicest class. blokes you'll ever meet in your exactly. life, Exactly. He, you know? he is the nicest guy in rugby league, yeah. without a doubt. Mate, I heard rumours that when he tackled someone too hard, he actually, oh, sorry about that, mate. You know? <laughs> he probably apologised. <laughs> oh, can you just give my tooth back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was one thing that I used to, I used to do, and it was a symbol of, symbol of um, appreciation to take the field and play the game that I loved and, and that's when I'd run out I'd grab some soil rub it between my hands I do I remember you and, doing uh, that all the time and yeah. Then, yeah this is just to say thank you and because yep. I, I, I know that the game could get taken away from me so quickly with the injuries that I had Yep. Uh, and, and to take the field um, after that each and every game yeah that, that, that's sort of the meaning behind that yep. one yeah. now your indigenous background yep Right, with, with you playing uh, four All Stars games along with the the legend that started. Oh, have here. a look at him, but old Presto. Yeah, he doesn't look better without a beard. No, he looks uh, he looks good. Look how young he looks. He looks oh like yeah, but I mean he's only got a little bit of scruff there on his face. But now have you seen him? Yeah, he, he looks like the Aboriginal version of Grizzly Adams. <laughs> he? He's just like a he's like a wild man. Oh, the yeah. old Ned Kelly. Ned, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, good on him. But I think you've got him beat there in height as well, old Presto. Yeah, yeah now I got him covered too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty tall. Hear the rest of this interview on the next episode of JC's Rolling Success Show. You've just listened to John Kudis's Rolling Success Podcast Show. Please make sure you subscribe to listen to all the podcasts and follow John Kudis on all social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn.